0: Time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something. And he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. No, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The Toronto sports summer of speculation hath begun and i mean hath with an h-a-t-h like we're going shakespearean and it got kicked off the other day when it's like what bradley beale he wants out he wants out of washington it's like ring the bells and like like monks you know in a giant building you know dong dong the speculation has begun the championships are over let's talk about who's going where who's happy who's upset now, of course, too, the key to good speculation is, it, 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 you know, it's got to be a sexy player. It can't be someone you don't care about. And they got to be going somewhere sexy. You know, Pascal Siakam might go to Utah. That's eh, not sexy. Miami and Milwaukee are expected to be prominent suitors for Beal if he reaches the market. By the way, Milwaukee Bucks, plus 490 on FanDuel, close second to Boston. The interesting one, is Miami. Once the, the summer of speculation begins, the Miami Heat, they were 25-1 to 1 to win the title next year, like two days ago. Bradley Beal report comes out, now it's 18-1. Summer speculations will impact the books. We'll keep an eye on that one. But let's get to the Toronto speculation season. Because there is four names out there, four players, who all have one year left on their current contracts, and they deserve attention. You know who it is. It's Austin Matthews. I'm looking at this one. This one could get ugly. This is a guy who got everything in the last deal. He got a better deal than Nathan McKinnon, then Connor McDavid, then Leon Dreisaitl. You name the star player, their contract, not as good as Matthews. Got all the money, got short-term because he knew, oh, I signed a short-term deal. That gives me a couple more opportunities to make a lot, a lot of money. And he deserves it. Not about that? What if he wants another short deal? What if he wants max money? What if this Shane Doan connection doesn't work? I mean, it, the thing is, can the Leafs even keep all four of their core players, if we even want that, With unless the cap dramatically goes up? Is he willing to sacrifice some money and term for the good of winning? He's a top five regular season player, but still doesn't have one of those, and that's in capital, those playoff runs. His numbers go down come games four to seven. By the way, hey, Jack Eichel, first $10 million skater uh, or plus contract to win a cup. Hey, maybe that's a good sign. The Leafs' top four forwards, cap hit, 48.5%. Vegas, 36.5%. We'll see. Next up, Pascal Siakam. Oh, are we getting fights about that uh, behind the scenes? Very attractive piece, 29 years old. And yes, he's played a lot of minutes, but he doesn't have the same sort of mileage as a lot of basketball players out there who played a ton of AAU and all this other stuff. He was important. He was an important part on a championship team. He's made two all-NBA teams, a second team and a third team. That's very attractive. A lot of speculation, oh, is he going to go to Portland for the number three pick? The issue really with Siakam is not who he is on the court. It's his age. He's 29 years old. What age will he be if the Raptors are ready to compete for a real championship? He's eight years older than Scotty Barnes, four years older than OG Ananobi. Next up is Nylander. His last deal, his current deal, shade under $7 million. He's now 27, had a career high in everything. And he played in every game. Cap hit, about 8.3%. What is he going to want this time out? Remember, this is a guy who sat out 26 games during that last contract dispute. You remember that back in 2018. What's he willing to do this time? He's been more productive in those final bunch of games in every playoff series than Austin Matthews. Again, I mean, even if they want to keep all four of these players, can they really do it unless the cap goes up? Finally, OG Ananobi. I know, he's fourth on this list. But, you know, he's got the skill set to be a guy that you can win with in the finals. Look at Aaron Gordon. Look what Aaron Gordon became when you put him in the Environment of the Denver Nuggets, the ecosystem. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Just Google his name. I like these major sites that cover the Nets, the Mavericks, and the Thunder. They all have OG Ananobi is getting traded to our respective team, you know, scenarios out there. Is it now the time to trade high on OG Ananobi or to find a way to sign him long-term? Voted to the all-defensive second team at his best statistical season. He can go vote. Twitter account MCOS56, which one's the most important for Toronto to sign long-term? And I know the answer is probably going to be Matthews. Spoiler alert, probably should be. But now with the NBA title decided, the Stanley Cup will soon get passed around to Cottage, to Strip Club, to Steak Joint. The sports summer of speculation in Toronto is here, and it is hitting us hard. Matthew Siakam, Nylander, OG Ananobi. Yeah, we're entering the light period in terms of live sports, but all the other stuff is just starting to crank up. And that is my opening thought. I'm finished.